The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You know, there was an article that was written that caught my eye over the past uh, 24, 36 hours. It was uh, in the National Observer, and it was penned by Steve Lively, entitled The Fall of Jason Kenney. He joined uh, Chelsea and Shea this morning. It examines how the Premier has gone from sweeping the province in the last election to a poll last month that showed only 26% of Albertans would vote UCP, UCP if an election was held today. Now, we have seen also a series of about Cases, uh, over the past couple of weeks that have some folks wondering if they are an attempt to build back his base, maybe reverse uh, the fortunes in the polls, um, and maybe just dealing with some of, you know, quelling some of that controversy that is in the province right now. Mount Royal political scientist Dr. Dwayne Bratt joins us. Hey, Dwayne. Hey, Julian. I know you've been watching this closely as well, and I just started scratching my head and started to think to myself, what is going on? What do you think is going on? I don't think they know what to do, <laughs> quite quite frankly. <laughs> and when we look at these reversals, there's actually a pattern of behavior with these reversals, and the pattern isn't very good. The first is to go right up until the moment that you reverse it, by saying there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and so including two weeks ago, the UCP caucus put out a website called Cold Hard Facts to defend their coal policies. Mm-hmm. Last week, the premier went out and said, you know, regulations are much better than they were in 1976, and the 76 policy is really obsolete. And Oh, by the way, it's only city folk who are complaining about coal mining. And then yesterday morning, you get the reversal. So that's theme one, is that right up until the reversal, you're saying there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. Oh, there was something wrong. The second aspect is Kenny isn't the one to announce the reversal. Yes. Right? So he is defending the policy last week. He sent Sonia Savage, the energy minister, out to reverse it yesterday. MLA travel. Kenny on on January 1st said, there's not a problem. I take full responsibility. I'm not going to punish anybody. Three days later, he sends out a written statement reversing it. And then the day after that, he sends two ministers, Tyler Shandro and Rick McIver, out in public to apologize to Albertans. Once, okay, twice, now we're, we're seeing a pattern here. Yeah, and, and, you know, from what I've read about um, Premier Kenny, um, you know, just his entire political life hasn't been one for um, coming out and saying sorry or, um, you know, being the, the contrite politician that we saw yesterday with Minister Savage. I mean, that, that news conference yesterday and the words that were coming out of her mouth, I was like, what? <laughs> what what's going on here? So is he is he just having someone else take the fall or is he trying to just um you know keep it away from him a little bit keep that separation a little bit from him well i think it's it's because it's out of his character uh one of ralph klein's great skills was to pivot but it would be klein himself klein would come out and he would use the phrase you know i stepped on a snake or Mm. you know something along those lines and that shows leadership but leadership is not defending the policy and then reversing it and sending someone else out yeah. to explain it. 
to explain why. And um, bear in mind, it's not a complete reversal, right? Some of these uh, leases are still going forward. They're going forward through the regulatory process, but it's not a complete reversal. If they had wanted to do that, they could have said, look, we'd sign contracts with these companies. We are going to compensate those companies, but we are getting rid of those contracts. And here, by the way, are all the companies that are affected. Here are the lands that they had leased out, a degree of transparency. None of that came out in Savage's press conference. You actually had to hunt and, and dig to, to, to find that. And why that is important is several weeks ago, it appeared that they were reversing themselves on the coal mining policy. And then when you start to look at the fine print, you realize, no, it's not even close to a reversal. So there is a lack of trust that has now been built in, and that's tough to get back. Dwayne, you know, uh, with Keystone, we saw the Premier come out uh, swinging on on that front, um, you know, talking about trade sanctions and uh, yelling at uh, the the federal government uh, to do more. It's been incredibly quiet on that front over the past week and a half or two. What do you think is happening there and and, and why why the change in... um, uh, I guess vocalizing, vocalizing, you know, hey, you guys need to do something. Has he just realized that it's, you know, dead in the ground? I think that is is part of it. Um, and I think the other, and, and I'm hoping that this is the case, is that that constant fighting and finger pointing and blaming others wasn't working. And perhaps we're seeing a change in uh, tone that I hope ties into the to the coal mining uh, reversal. But you also have a very interesting situation where you've got conservatives, some within, some without, mm. um, being highly critical of the government. I'm thinking Brian Jean here, uh, yes. you know, former yeah. Wild Rose leader. He wrote that piece last week. Um, mm-hmm. And it was it was basically saying to the issues managers and the press secretaries and the advisors to Kenny, stop fighting with everybody. Stop being so combative. Stop taking you're either with the UCP or you're un Albertan. You're supposed to represent the entire province. So I'm hoping that they're taking that to to heart. Speaking of Gene, he also wrote yeah. a piece yesterday morning that was in the Herald. I don't know if it was in the Edmonton papers advising Kenny to reverse himself on coal mining. And I don't think he knew what was coming because obviously it had been written the day before. But I thought the timing of that and the timing of the previous one is, is quite obvious. It's not an accident. Has, has the premier had many successes since coming to office? I don't think he has. Uh, I think he had a clear plan. And he was going to go forward with that plan. And then the pandemic hit and they never shifted the plan. And I think that's been part of the the problem. There have been some successes. I think his handling of COVID last spring was quite effective. I think their vaccination rollout was working until they ran out of supply. And that's not the provincial government's fault. That's the federal government's fault. But it it's still not a it's still not a win. I think they were having a, a, a win. Um, so there have been some successes, but this last six weeks has just been 
one disaster after another. And most of these are self-inflicted. I mean, Keystone, you could say, okay, that's that's Biden. Um, You know, COVID and and the vaccine shortage, that's Trudeau. But the coal mining, the MLA travel, the Allen inquiry, the war room, those are all self-inflicted. So we're seeing these uh, the, the the polling numbers showing uh, very very low numbers for uh, the premier for the party right now. Um, what if you were given advice? You what would what would you be telling them right now to do to try and to to bring bring those numbers back up? I mean, I'm reading articles about the fact you know suggesting that uh, Premier Kenny could be a one-term premier, which I think um, you know. If, if there was an election ago, today. He would have been yeah. defeated. He would have been uh, defeated. I don't, the numbers are unreal. But I mean, two years ago, you wouldn't have thought that in a in a in a heartbeat. No, he's got he's got time to write the ship. And I think yesterday's yep. policy reversal was was a good step forward. I wish they had been a bit more transparent, but it was a good move. I think uh, acknowledging that the Allen Inquiry was a mistake and disbanding the war room; those are all things that they could do. And the rest, I think, is just hoping that. The vaccine supply kicks in, and they can finish the uh, the project there. So some of this is going to require external forces, but there are some things um, they could. You know, if you're in a hole, stop digging. And they're still digging in some respects. Uh, the Premier announced uh, today that uh, there would be a budget at the end of the month on, on February 25th. What are you going to be watching for with that one? What do you think we can expect? I mean, you, you want to talk about a hole. You be want to talk bad, about a hole. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a bad budget. There, there's no doubt about that. But there are bad budgets and then there are worse budgets. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we're looking at a tax increase. I think this would be exactly the wrong time for that. I think we're looking at a large deficit, which we can still afford, but are we going to see further cuts to the public sector, further uh, spending cuts? If that is the case, that could lead to even more opposition in the the sectors that are being affected. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's no way of getting out of this hole with the budget. But there are ways that they can make the budget make things even worse for the government. Well, you know what, Dwayne, I'm sure we'll be talking to you on Budget Day as well. Always appreciate your time and insight. Thanks for this. Okay, you're welcome. Yeah, Dr. Dwayne Bratt joining us this afternoon, a political scientist at at Mount Royal University. Yeah, the, some of those those um, those polling numbers. What was it from a, from a week ago? Said what? 24 percent. Here it is. Um, yeah, this poll commissioned uh, by the conservative new we- news website Western Standard last month said only twenty six percent of Albertans would vote for the UCP. Forty one percent for the NDP. Uh, in another poll. Uh, in the Western Standard again, uh, suggests that 41% want Kenny to resign. Now, we know, you know and I know what polls... <laughs> polls, I think, sometimes are only as good as the piece of paper that they're written on. But um, when you look at, you know, some of these about faces over the past uh, number of weeks uh, and what's happening here, I, I do really wonder if they're starting to see, okay, you know what, uh, the polling number, the, the polls, the, those numbers are down. We do know they take, you know, pay attention to them, whether or not they say that they do or not, but they are going to. What can we do about this? How can we build, um, build back? I mean, 
still two years at least to the uh, next provincial election.